Hello, listeners of the Out of Context podcast. It is me, your favorite host with the most. I was going to rhyme something else, but then I had a block. So we're going to ignore that. And, you know, of course, today is part two. Part two of what exactly? Kinks and fetishes. Not the kinks and the hoses. Hose and kinks. That's what we're talking about today. With me, of course, as always, is my co-host, Adrian. Hello, everyone. Did you know that bukkake in Japanese literally means to splash with liquid? Yeah, never knew that. So welcome, everyone. (laughs) And to you, my friends. Yes, you are my friends. Please stay with me. This episode is going to go off the rails. Just bear with me. And uh, yeah, pay attention to part one if worse comes to worse. How are you, Ashley? I'm good, and I have a notation to make. Apparently, some people were bothered that I was very tame last episode. Let me put it to you this way. I was tired. I work. My job all day is I have to be nice to people, all right? I'm allowed to have my off days, all right? Okay? Is that settled? Adrian, is that settled? Yes, ma'am. Everything will be fine on this episode for now, of course. Okay, then. All right. So... We have another person joining us, a fan we, favorite, someone that comes here a little too often that should just be the third co-host, but, you know, we're going to readjust those contract terms in the future. We have <laughs> Becky. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was aggressive and scary. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine, everybody. If a female says it's fine, it's not fine. Run. <laughs> You'll be okay. I have a sinking feeling. It's fine. Pump back. I had to literally do this thing at my job for training. And part of it was how you say things and how you want to come off. I'm like, okay, I volunteer. Mm-hmm. Take a piece of paper. And it says, I, I'm fine, not sarcastically. I'm like, mmm. Or it's fine. I'm like, mmm. I'm like, issue with this. I'm a female. It can literally be fine, and no one's gonna believe me. Oh, I have never said the words I'm fine and actually meant that. I'm fine, it's fine, everything's fine, like, it, it, it doesn't work that way. We're all fine, everything's fine. I'm great, how about yourself? Ashley's not playing my murder. I'm not playing Andrea's murder. It's just, it's fine, everything's fine. No one is planning anybody's murder this very second. Oh, wait, you know what? I take that back now. Currently, not, you know, planning anyone's murder. Murder. Murder boner. I knew you were going to say that. By no, the way, listen. my wife says that you need to make that on a shirt, and she will buy it. And oh, she will right? rock it. Oh, has been like, oh, I'm going to make that, and, you know, here we are with no, no murder boner shirts. Contrary to popular belief, their murder boner shirt is almost done, thank you very much. And it's going to be put on Cafe Press for everybody to buy. Okay, I want but to see a picture of it. You need to I was going to say, food. we don't get a preview of it when it was, it's our word that we put out there? Yes, it's almost complete. I'm going to post it so everybody can see it. Question, is we a sh- rabbit raccoon involved with it? If I need to make another shirt featuring a rabbit raccoon with a murder boner attached, then so be it. You should get a, you can make it a murderous raccoon and the font on that should say, damn it, Becky. Yeah. Yes. I know what I'm about. I'll even act as a model for it. <laughs> that will be tremendous. Here in Becky, you know, sporting the new murder boner t shirt of 2023. And the 2023 Rap Raccoon, damn it, Becky. <laughs> damn it, Becky. I see. I mean, of course, Becky has become an integral part of our show. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a plus. Now, are we ready to get on to the festivities people have been uh, waiting for for, for for seven days? Sure. Becky, talk about one of the weirdest kinks you've heard of. Like, of course, notation, we do not kink shame here. But what is like a kink that you've heard of that when you saw about, you heard about, you read about it, you're just like... Uh, or okay or um so funny you say weirdest one weirdest one i ever encountered 
I talked to this chick from the UK, and mm-hmm. belly button play. Belly button play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's where so, somebody can come just from somebody playing with somebody's belly button or get turned on from it. Only person I ever met who had it. Only person I ever talked to who had it. But yeah, that that's the thing. And another weird thing for me is feet. I don't know uh, why people sexualize feet. Oh my god. Yeah, so... We talked about that in the last episode. With because clearly anyone that's listening to part two has heard part one. But Adrian, without having to go into the whole story, please share with Becky your experience about that. Okay, it's a really bad uh, flashback of PTSD. Um, I dated a young lady um, back in the day, and she pinned me down and sucked on my toes, which was the most horrific thing ever Becky's face. and uh and of course once again listeners too bad you cannot see expressions in video because right now Becky's face is frozen in time the moment I mentioned that yes young lady sat on my legs because I didn't know what she was going to do she sat on my legs pulled my, my sock off and inserted my big toe in her mouth and uh needless to say the relationship didn't last very long after that because I consider feet the most grossest thing in a human body. So, yeah, it's uh, horrendous. Question, so, were your feet just put in the socks or were you just done walking and didn't clean your feet before that? No, um, they were just put in a sock. But did you just wash your feet before it got into the sock? Yes. It makes it a little better, but at the same time, that's gross. Why, why would you think that, oh, that's a little bit better? Why would you even know, know that? I didn't even ask that question yesterday. I was so horrified and grossed out, I wouldn't even want to know those details. Imagine if Adrian's like, yeah, I've been walking all day. I was walking outside. I was walking down the street. I would throw I up. at the 7-Eleven like this because this is what we Floridians do. And he would have confirmed that, and I would have lost my shit. <laughs> I'd have thrown up. I Why would you ask that? Why would you ask a dangerous question? Because, so, um, back when I was a teenager, I was seeing somebody, and we went over to one of their friend's houses, uh-huh. and um, their friend told a story about a time when she and the guy that they were seeing had just finished a five-mile walk, and the guy tried going down on her. After yeah. said bye bye walk in the middle of summer. No. Nope. Don't so like my brain instantly goes, were they clean at least? I don't like that. Interesting postscript to, to that story. Um, she asked me after the deed was done. Granted, it only lasts for a few seconds before I violently, uh, you know, yanked my toe away. Um, Yes, she asked me in a very sultry way, did you like that? I immediately said no, absolutely not. And I guess that offended her a little bit because she thought that it would spice up our dating situation and because she's into feet and never told me that. So, yes, it was extremely disturbing, um, something that I can never shake out of my head. It's like a bad song. It just stays in there. And, yeah, I would never wish that. Ollie, you... I'm so glad you couldn't hear that. <laughs> Ollie's my um, emotional support otter that actually got me, by the way, that she told me to throw at my wife. So he is being protected by me to not get thrown. You're fine. I'm fine. He's not. He's traumatized. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure whatsoever. But um, I will <laughs> um, I'll go first. So, Becky, pretty much long story short. Last episode, we just talked about various different kinks that are out there. And we put in a disclaimer that we're not kink shaming or anything. We're just listening to various kinks that are out there and kind of just, you know, talking about it very lighthearted and whatnot. And if it grosses out, it grosses us out. Um, you do what you want to with your sheep. Just leave me and my sheep alone. Everybody has their fun things they like to do. Some things I don't understand. Some things aren't meant to be understood. So, but we just have a good time with it. Um, I'll explain one, then I'll have Ashley explain one, and then you can give us your reaction or ask questions. Fair enough? I'm scared, but yes. 
Well, buckle up, folks. It's going to be a fun one. So I'll give one, and I'll lob the ball over to uh, Ashley here. Now, here's a simple one. Um, I'm going to butcher the word like I always do, but I'll spell it out. It's, um, let's see, uh, quirophilia. Q-U-I-R-O-F-I-L-I-A. Now, um, that is a hand fetish. So, basically... You know, a part of any, part of any part of the body can be sexualized, but the hands, because of the nerve endings with that, you know, rubbing over your partner in a very light, central way, it's, it's, it's uh, referred to as hand partialism. It's a very, very simple kink, but it does wonders. So, I mean, I'll start with you, Ashley. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, I can agree to that, simply because, so, am I... Am I, do I get turned on by hands or I see someone, you know, I look at those jewelry commercials and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the stuff. No, no, no. Like, as someone that, because, you know, my two co-hosts right now are, don't share the same sexualization as I do, or I am into dudes. And so there's like those TikTok videos and stuff that would go viral occasionally where it's just like a guy, strong hand, he's like gripping the sheets, it's showing that strength. Um... Basically, I don't know, because like I'm always about you know the touch, because you're it's being sexual, you're touching each other, rubbing hands on each other, and it's like the more powerful the hand looks and feels, it's like it kind of adds to that attraction. But again, it doesn't go back into I see someone's hand and I'm like, that's the stuff right there. It's kind of like in the moments. Um, sometimes you know. You're doing something and you notice you're walking past a dude and he has humongous hands and you, you're going to think about it. You're going to think about it. You're going to look at it and you're like, damn. Um, fun fact. <laughs> Adrian, when we worked, to, the place where we worked together, uh, the manager um, you know, that, you, that we both have our uh, ex, uh, mutual experience with, there was a guy, one of the workers for the terminals at the port. He would come in, this dude is huge. And he had like massive fingers. Like I'm talking about like they were huge. They were like thick and long. Like they could compare to soda cans at this point. I mean, that's exaggerating, but you get my drift here. And I'm telling, and I look after he leaves, I look over at her. I was like, did you see his hands? And she's like, what do you mean? It's like his hands, his hands. Imagine what's there. And she's like, what? And I just like, and I looked down, I was like, imagine what's there. She's like, Ashley. And you have to think about it. I don't want him to drop his pants. I mean, I kind of do, but just because I want to see. I don't want to do anything. I, I want to know now. So, yeah. Yeah, pants. There you go. That took an odd, just sharp, sharp right turn right there. Uh, any, any comments, Becky, on your end before we go to another one? No. No. <laughs> She's, uh, she's still traumatized about the toe thing. Um, so do you have um, a kink for us, uh, Ashley, that you read, you know, that, that you see, that you read about? Not necessarily a kink. I mean, kink slash fetish, they are kind of borderline, but... Um, so it's seduction as seduction. Basically, it's the whole... Um, like, one of my fan favorites... Uh, when I read my spicy books, mm -hmm. it's mafia romance. It's basically really hot, really strong, attractive dude. It's like, I see this one. I like her. I kidnap her. I take her. Logically, here in the world 2023, in real life, if I see some dude grabbing a person off the street, that's kidnapping, and that's just no. But in fantasy, like, I think that's cool. I mean, personally, for me, really hot, spicy brown guy. Approaches me, says, get in the van. He looks cute. I'm like, you know what? He's probably going to kill me, but can't say no to this. Um, my husband, like, he could have kidnapped me. I mean, he kind of did. Um, jokes, maybe not, maybe. Who knows? But, yeah, totally into that. So anyone that reads spicy romances like I do, that's kind of like one of the fan favorites. Again, fantasy only in real life. Don't kidnap people. You saying that it makes sense of why you were so obsessed with Hermione and that one guy. Shit, 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 shit. We don't. Shit, shit, shit. We're not talking about my, my, my fandoms. 
My pairings, all right? We're not announcing those. That was the first time. That was the first experience I ever had with that, and I didn't know what it was called, and I thought you were fucking weird as shit for it. Until, until I found the The fact that you're calling me out like this on the podcast. (laughs) We're going to have words. And you know what? That's fine. It can be weird as shit because I have embraced what I am into. I'll even tell anybody that listens to me. It's like, are you into this? I'm like, hell yeah. Really hot mafia dude. Head of a biker, motorcycle gang. Like anything. Just a really hot muscular dude that has money. And he's just like, you woman, come with me now. I'm like, caveman. Yes. 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 I don't even know what you're about. I don't even know. He might be dragging me to the back of an alley to stab me a whole bunch of times. But... That's how you're going to get me. So one of my questions is, if somebody steals you and throws you in a van, is there any candy in a van at least? Any, like, furry animals? You know, anything to um, lure you in a van? a lollipop. I was going to talk about that rock candy. <laughs> <laughs> and she can even lick the wrapper if she wants. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't like to. No, that taste of Lake Texas is horrible. The taste of Lake Texas is horrible. I'm just saying, if you want to lick the wrapper, you can. I don't know. This is not a little way song, okay? I don't want to lick the wrapper. I want the actual stuff itself. I don't want the wrapper. Why would I want the wrapper? Like, do you go to a candy store and you shove, like, you see a Three Musketeers bar and you just take a chunk out of it without even opening it? Well, who wants the wrapper? You never know. Some people might. I thought we were shaving. I thought we were going to do that right now. I thought this was a safe place. Some people you know like what? that this is true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at this. So many euphemisms here, folks. Oh, I told you this show's going to go off the rails immediately. Now, while it's because I'm here. Of course. Now, while she's checking up on that, I do have more and more to pass around the room. Interesting one, an interesting one indeed. I can see this being a common one. Uh, breath play. Now, breath play... Is that choking? No, yes. not necessarily. Now, initially, Our people... Ropes, chains, yeah. all that stuff. Initially, people think that, it's uh, auto-fixation, but it's not. Stop interrupting me. So, <laughs> <laughs> We're not even doing anything. <laughs> so basically, it's uh, restricting one's oxygen to intensify an erotic experience. And, of course... Oh, yeah, that's what it's about. So, uh, it's, I mean, it's commonly called edge play. So they bring you to the edge. You have a safe word... And of course, you know, they stop restricting uh, of the oxygen. So, you know, safe word or a signal should be used to stop play if it becomes too dangerous, you know, such as ringing or dropping a bell to make a noise. So, hold on a second, because I wasn't finished my part. Fun fact. So I already kind of know about this, but I wanted to see, but there are flavored condoms. There's flavored, like edible underwear and all that stuff, which, okay. But I have a quick question here. So, you know, there's always the popular ones, chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, banana. Um, but there's a mint condom. Why would you want the taste of mint before the job is finished? Wouldn't you want a mint afterwards because you're going to have the taste of dick on your mouth? Or vagina or whatever else you're looking. But, like, for me, my preference is, you know, I would want a mint afterwards. I, why would I want mint and then have the taste of dick on involved with that and that's i don't even know how that would taste i need to experiment you know i mean well i mean granted if they they made a pizza flavor one that's a whole other story but you know that's just me speaking aloud have you ever burnt your tongue so bad on eating something hot that you can't enjoy the taste of whatever you're into like for me i ate like a really really hot pizza fresh out of costco uh like a few months ago, and that shit burnt my tongue so much that I could feel my burnt taste buds for like a th- few days. But my immediate reaction was, I had, like, I fuck, I burnt my tongue. I can't even enjoy the taste of dick anymore. <laughs> you both had the same reaction. I, I really said that. Because once again, folks, we let (laughs) everyone know that this show is going to go off the rails. Well, (sighs) I'm not as tired today. Apparently. Now, the the breath play stuff, what what do you think about that? Obviously, that could be misconstrued as, you know, choking and stuff of that nature. Now, have you tried anything of that? And what do you think of the actual act itself? 
Becky, you first. You've been a little quiet. Mm-mm. Yep. You don't even talk about if you're into it or not. You can just talk about, like, what, like, things. You denying that you don't want to speak, that's immediately putting you on the spot. Now we know what you're into. <laughs> now, is it leather, Webster Chase, or all the above? Or is it, like, a tie? Is it, like, a washcloth? Like, the little towel things in the kitchen? Like, I mean, nylons. Yeah, just yeah, something simple. I mean, like. for me, what I have Court. to say, if anyone's going to do that, they have to be extremely careful with it, especially the person's pressing down or the object's pressing down, <clears throat> because it doesn't matter if they let go at that last second, you can still be gone or have permanent damage. So I'm just saying do it with caution, do your research, make sure the other person does the research, make sure like it's... You're literally putting your life in somebody else's hands. It can't just be some stranger off the street. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're like, who robbed this? How am I going to die? Because <laughs> if I die, I die. If I don't, I don't. But at the same time, that person needs to know, like, hey, you might be taking my life tonight. So you cool with that? <laughs> Can I make you have that on your conscience? You know, I mean, you get your 50 bucks worth. Um, no, I mean, of course, you, you want to do something like you know, you did something like that, you know, with your partner or someone you trust. And that's where the safe word comes in or a certain signal, you know, to alleviate, you know, the choking, the pressure uh, on the body and on the throat. It just reminds me of this episode of, like, the Ghost Whisperer, whatever the fuck the show was called, where the stepmom was fucking the stepson. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the stepson every time would it listen for so many seconds after to the point that he killed her so like again it really does come down to like trusting who you're with but if it's with somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing or you're the one doing it um it can become very addictive and very dangerous and to, to, to kind of piggyback off what Ashley says, it's interesting to where we talk about these kinks and fetishes and whatnot, and you know if it strikes someone, how quiet they get or, you know, how little giggle they have, it's interesting. So where you stumble upon, like, you're really into this stuff. But, yeah, yet I digress. And to look on Ashley's face as she's searching Google for different ones is definitely entertaining itself. So have you found one? I'll so, try throw in one more. Yeah, I put... Can I put one out that I found? Absolutely. That I think no. is really no. freaking weird. No. Please? Okay. Thank you. Um, Gerontophilia. <laughs> um, it's um, G-E-R-O-N-T-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. Um, I kind of was like Googling kinks A to Z and I found this one. Um, it's where you're really sexualized to old people. Not necessarily old, but older. So, like, if you're 20, you want to fuck somebody who's 50. Ah, Madonna fans. And I'm just like, that's that's weird. (laughs) That's that's kind of weird. Now, what's what's really bizarre is that's not really all that uncommon. I mean, most most younger women like older men, and I I I never understood it. What's weird for me is when I think old man with this description is wrinkly saggy old men i'm not dissing anyone who's like oh well my husband's 20 years older than me like good for you sis like good for you but ask or if it's like a what is a white fox or anything like that like good for you but it's like some of these older men who i see like i'm just like Nope, but there's somebody younger than me who's attracted to you, so good for you. <laughs> yeah, as Grant is not, not really my speed, I'll never be with a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old woman. No, sorry, it's not not really my thing. Nothing's wrong with that, just I prefer nothing like that. So, you, wait, you won't be with, like, a 50-year-old, but you're, like, you're, you're bumping close to that age, so you're not, you, so, which, no shame, but you don't plan on dating, like, anyone your age. You would prefer to date someone that's, like, younger than you? Yes. I mean, What's with, your age range? Without getting into it, most, most men like, like younger women. 
It's just as, as I mean, it's like a biological preference. Um, for me, mine would have to be 30 and up. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that, that's appropriate. It's women. It's not people like me who is still a child technically. Like I've I only 18 years into adult life, so <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Like I would I wouldn't mind for like a sugar daddy, you know? Like if I if I wasn't married and the dude like there's some really hot daddies out there. I'm just telling you, like I'm like just Johnny Depp. Like though, Johnny Depp. Like, have have you met most of the women in our generation, Ashley? Yeah, younger, a lot of them are sugar daddies. They're psycho. <laughs> they're fucking psycho. Sugar daddies. No, I mean, would, would, would I ever would I ever be with a nineteen year old or a twenty year old? Probably not. Um, but I mean, granted, you they're said probably no, probably not because they really have nothing to offer in the aspect of um, not necessarily like not necessarily okay. maturity, but just you know someone to have uh, you know a bond with. You know, I mean, so an age range like that would just be strictly recreational and and, and nothing more. What he's saying is if he were to hook up with someone that age, it would just be a smash and dash. It wouldn't be for a relationship because he knows he's not going to get much conversation out of that. This is my interpreter. This is my interpreter. I say something nice and I hand it over to Ashley and she just totally breaks it down in the most primitive sense. Because I understand bullshit. Wait, wait, wait. What is, wait a second. How, how, how do you figure out bullshitting? Long dramatic Becky. pause, everybody freezes. <laughs> Becky. Really? You're going to hand it over to Becky? Really? This is how men think. Honestly, like, I'm not, okay, I'm just saying just men. Even for me, like, um, again, get it when you get it, as long as it's, legal, it's literally not a child. If you are considered legal adult, 18 higher. Fine, where people are like, oh, you're 40, and that person's like 18, 19, it's weird. The person's now adults. That's fine. Was the person hitting them up when they're 15 and 16? Yeah, that'd be fucking weird. They're 18 now. Get over yourself. Um, like I said, I'm back in New York, it's 17. In Vermont, at one point, it was 14. Gross. Okay. That's anyway. Vermont. That says a lot about Vermont. Yes, go ahead. That's, well, it, they've upped it since I was 14, but when I was 14, <laughs> and we went like, to I Vermont. I was like, uh, get me the fuck out. Becky's <laughs> like, husband shopping back then. I gotta find myself a girl up there. No, um, <laughs> no, even if I had the opportunity to bed an 18 year old, I wouldn't. I, I just really wouldn't. Because there's no benefit. Yeah, like, there, there's no benefit whatsoever. Just not, not really my thing. The benefit For- we did smash and dash. For me, I think, like, if people's age limits, like, 21 and they're my age I'm like okay at least they can drink maybe they have their own place but if they're 18 9 times out of 10 they're getting grounded still <laughs> they have a curfew still yeah <laughs> they, they can't go into a bar and have an alcoholic beverage like that's just like I bet I'm no, no is this enough? so no. I do find it very weird when like not shaming anybody like very rarely have i ever been like oh they're only like 19 18 and you're like 25 that checks out because you're as emotionally mature as they are very rarely have i done that most of the time like okay you're a predator you're grooming what you doing (laughs) especially if they're in a romantic relationship like not just bow chicka wow wow wham bam thank you ma'am situation but well i mean without getting too different each situation is different so anyways back to kink yes absolutely because the whole conversation will last for a couple hours my turn turn. this is one i actually heard about a long time ago and it wants me to talk about something else involving this so sounding Becky, facial expression clearly does not know. Adrian, do you know sounding? Yes, actually, we talked about this last last episode. Did we really talk yeah. about it? I don't remember you talking about this one. Yes, uh, yeah, I brought it up. So sounding is uh, listening to 
your partner's voice, uh, whether it be a gentleman with a, a real, oh, she's shaking her finger. No. Okay. I will, st- nope. I will nope. stand That's back. That's not the sounding I'm talking about. I, I'll stand back it's and sound. I'll hand it over to you. It's not phone text, is it? So sounding. It is also a fetish, like the sounding where, you know, it's their voice. No, no, no. Sound. This is sounding where one inserts an object up of up the urethra hole, whether it be the penis or the vagina. You get like a little rod, a little anything. It could be liquid or solid, but you're going to put it through the urethra hole. You're going to put it in that little hole. And there's people that actually really love that. Um... I had Which a friend I in college who did that with her boyfriend, and I got details about it. Thank you for the flashbacks to the PTSD. I don't want it. So, well, you're welcome. So there's a podcast I used to listen to, and I, I miss it. I hate that, you know, they stopped doing it a few years ago. But basically, as a person, he would, like, invite all walks of life onto his podcast. And my favorite one, and I can't find her on social media either, and I hate this, but so basically, she does sex work. Um, you know, for the most part, she's, she's, um, she, I think it was like pansexual. I think that's what she identifies as, but she was used to the majority of her clients being male and female, preferably. So, but she's talked about like how she, most of her male clients hire her for the domination aspects or to do the really, really weird stuff. Um, like she talked about how a guy hired her to give him dry hand jobs, dry, dry. Um, sounding and other weird stuff. I remember her talking about it and the host was like he was like kind of freaking out a little bit. He's like what the fuck? No! No! I'm grabbing my dick right now it's for protection around you. So it was like she she did like a whole little segment about talking about like guys that experience it and because she doesn't shame anybody either like she's like hey if that's just what you're into is, and she's been asked, like, is there anything you haven't been able to do? She's like, as long as it's not, like, super illegal, like, um, clearly, like, age play where, you know, sometimes you want the person to pretend they're really, really young. She like won't a baby. Like, yeah, won't do stuff like that, be stealing. So basically, there's certain lines she will not cross, but for the most part, kinks and fetishes, like, what people want her to do to them, there's, like, next to no lines there's only very few things she just wouldn't do. So this is where I like listening to this stuff because it's interesting to find out what people are into, which is what we're talking about, you know, the last podcast and, and this one. Um, so yeah, a lot of things is just really weird, but it's very fascinating. And people like to joke with me and say, Ashley has a really weird mind and I'm terrified to ever see what all goes in there all the time, which is true, but it's mostly educational purposes when I look at this stuff and curiosity. Well, I mean, it is, it, it, it is a good case study on, on the human mind to find out, you know, what, what really uh, people like. I mean, granted, we may not mm-hmm. agree with it or we find it, you know, goofy, silly, or gross, um, but it's for that particular person, you know. I mean, that's, you know, like that's what they find to make them happy or, you know, make them, you know, like you know, sexually pleased. Um, I don't understand it. But it is what it is, you know. I mean, once again, whatever you do in your bedroom is, is your own business. Um, there is one thing which is kind of interesting, is, um, I, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, and I'll put it in the description below. It's K A T O P T R O N P H I L A. It's like catotronphilia. Um, it's a fascination with mirrors. Or more specifically, watching yourself in sexual situations in mirrors. And I believe that at least a good chunk of us have seen ourselves in mirrors, you know, during passion. And, but, you know, oddly enough, we like the way we look or we like the way our partners look in mirrors. And there's actually a king for that. Mm-hmm. As once again, the room gets quiet on that one. Well, no, I mean, I, so I'm aware of that one. I wouldn't say it's a kink for me, but I have done it. Um, mostly because it's not, I don't want to see it, mostly because I don't like my body type. But there's been hookups and stuff where they enjoy that because they, like partners they've had in the past, is they, they've enjoyed it. They like to be able to see themselves. It's like a power thing or whatever. But like 
done that is, you know, get in front of a mirror, go to town. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I mean, it's more of a pleasure thing, I guess. You know, more not not uh-huh. necess- not necessarily a narcissistic thing. You know, it's just you want to look at your partner and like the throes of passion, and and part of that just heightens the sexual experience. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've done it a few times, and it is what it is. I mean, it, it's fun for what it is. Um, I think I'm the only person who's never done that. Get a mirror. <laughs> I have a mirror, but like I don't think of looking at it. I'm so focused on my partner and what they're like. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I have okay. I have such bad ADHD that it's hard for me to even get into the mood, let alone go. Oh, let me look in the mirror. Is that a zit? I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and get the zit. Is that a zit? <laughs> it's either gonna be on me or it's gonna be on the person I'm with, which at this point would be my wife, and my wife would. Yeah, no. But <laughs> just no. Becky's sexy time consists of wait a second. Is that a zit on your face? <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, look at your hair. Okay, stop guys. We're just gonna stop. We'll do this another time. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> sexy time ruined. Thanks, honey. Literally it gets ruined though for me, like for the littlest things, because like my brain's like I'm trying so hard to hyperfixate on what I'm doing that if the bed creaks i'm like it creaked and i'm like shit i lost it (laughs) it's a comedy show just waiting to happen so it's becky's playtime hour you know just (laughs) never never really get to the act but but she'll stop and go wait a second i heard something oh the bed is uneven god damn you didn't make the bed today jesus we're all done for um there (laughs) there is uh, another one um wow now this is one. Uh, this is one that was interesting, and a whole lot of people, and a whole lot of people do, except for, of course, you know, um, you know, people in here in this room here that we're talking. Um, pregnancy. Now, of course, this is pretty much self-explanatory. Um, most people. I've never said that. Well, no, there's two different ways. Like I know you guys said this is pretty self-explanatory, but there's two different ways. There's breeding kink and there's pregnancy kink. Uh, talk about the pregnancy, the pregnancy kink, um, because for some it's the glow of the pregnant woman, you know, and, and of course sometimes it's large round belly, um, you know, the lactation stuff like that, and for others it's the fact that it seems taboo, you know, you know, you know, having sex with a pregnant woman. Not too many people talk about it. Not too many people see it as sexy or whatnot. But there's a certain subsection out there that likes that particular thing. And yeah, I think that's kind of like a pretty common thing. I want, I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, when their partner is pregnant, uh, it could be like a possessive thing. It could be just like they find that person super attractive. That could, I don't think, I guess with some people's practice, like, yes, there is something in there, which is kind of weird. But uh, again, that, that, that's, a, you know, it is weird because that's an actual baby inside there so yeah that's I, weird for me i've literally had somebody say like they were fucking their wife so hard that he's pretty sure that he hit the baby's head with his dick i'm like that's like fun not possible not possible it's not possible but uh yeah i mean i'm of course always made the joke that the hand just grabs it at the same time when you're in there but you know i actually grossed out ashley i'm shocked because she gave me a very disappointing look and shook her head. I was just like, oh my god. Because I've heard that joke before. It's like, you know, you reach in there and you grab something and something else comes back out. It's like, okay. I hope to to never have that experience. So I will, (laughs) I'll fire it back to you. Now, now, which ones have you found? That would be a great way to introduce your, you know, child. like, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, I um, grabbed you by your head and I just yanked you out, and all that was left was the head. The recipe was left in there. So, what's up, little man? What up? <laughs> you shook daddy's hand. That wasn't really his hand, so. <laughs> it wasn't really his hand. Oh, what was it? I would, I would be that kid that's like, I'm going to make you keep going and telling me. Like, what was it? What was it? What were you talking about? It was a stork, son. It was a stork. Uh, now, now, do you, do you have any more kinks or fetishes as you're looking up? Because I think I have one more uh, uh, as we go along here. 
Well, actually, I want to know is, Becky, do you have another one yet? Um, one that I find really weird. I don't know the name of it. I don't care to know the name of it. I don't want to know why people are into it. Like, pee. Oh, yeah, the golden showers. We, yeah, we did talk about that one the last time, too. Uh, well, we talked about uh, it brief. We talked about it briefly. Like, people going to the bathroom on somebody in their mouth, on them in general, I'm just like, why? You heard here, people. Uh, Becky is going after R. Kelly. <laughs> The, the look on so, her face, I mean, look on her face is priceless. So, so not touching base because again, this is mostly for you. But I actually know a couple people that are into that. But as long as they're in the shower, I don't know why. I didn't want to ask them going to. Well, not in the moment, but I, I'm always curious to ask them. Like, you know, is there something to it? Sometimes, like, I don't know. I just enjoy it. I mean, that's perfectly fine. But they're like, but only if it's in the shower because the meat is clearly it's immediately being washed right off. So. I don't know, man. Some people, they just work that way. Um, I was going to say something. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know the specific name because I wasn't looking for it, but um, it's the one where you, like, I guess, like, it's you get more sexually charged. Like, you enjoy the fact that you're making your partner experience a lot of pleasure. Like, you enjoy the sounds they're making, what they're doing, because you're doing it to them. And you're not necessarily having anything done to you. Like, the majority of the time, it's you putting in the work, uh, regardless of what it is, if it's a position, if it's where your mouth is, whatever. Um, but it's where you enjoy giving the pleasure to the person. And if you get minimum to no pleasure in return, sometimes it's okay. It's like, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed this experience. Now, I've, yeah. I've, now, I've actually heard of that before, and, 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 I, and I believe a lot of people, a lot of people do it. Uh, I'm sorry, Becca, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead, please. You were going to say something. I was just going to speak from somebody who, that's me. My wife will tell you that's me. 100% that is me. That's me. Um, something about doing it, it's knowing that you're the person doing it. You're the one in control. It's knowing, it's kind of part of um, a love language, too, I think. A lot of times I've noticed with people who are like me, their love language is giving. And knowing that you're giving that person something that only you can give, it's like a fucking power trip, but it's also very humbling at the same time. I don't know how else to correctly say it, um, other than it's knowing you're the one doing it, and it's even better when you find out that you're the only person to be able to do make them reach the finish with a certain position or action. Oh, of course. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like, go me. Or, yeah, I, I, I don't, I probably just sound like an asshole with that, but like, it's just something. Yeah, my my wife will tell you. No, she won't. She's too shy to say this, but she literally is like, you never let me go first. I'm like, no. I get the most pleasure from making you go first and doing that stuff to you. Yeah. And she's like, but I want to be in charge. I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. Well, and it, and I, I, I mean, and there's really nothing wrong with that. I mean, I mean, I think when you love your partner enough, you trust your partner enough, you know, and you care about them so much that you want their pleasure first. And you can make them reach that finish line so many times in so many different ways. You know, it's, you're right. It's a little bit of an ego thing, a little bit of a power, power thing, knowing that you control their body so much so that, you know, it gives you pleasure, giving them pleasure. And you don't, and you really don't want anything back because it mentally satisfies you that you can have them do whatever you want to to their body and, and, you know, and they'll be happy with it, you know, and your technique compares to nobody else's. So, yes, I... Oh, and I piss her off sometimes, too, because I know her body well enough where if I know she's about to, I purposely mess it up. She gets really fucking pissed at me. I do that shit, too. <laughs> I only do it, like, once. I only do it, like, once. Because... Oh, I'm worse than... 
Well, her body physically can't handle it. It gets overstimulated very quickly. So I have to be, like, very strategic with it. Mm-hmm. And then after she's like, you did that on purpose, and I was like, yeah, I didn't want it to stop. <laughs> I was enjoying myself a little bit too much at that moment for you to finish and me have to stop what I was doing. You, I mean, you want to elongate the process. You want to keep the process going. And yeah. yeah. And it's just like also that little bit of a power trip of going, I control whether this happens or not. So you're doing what I want. (laughs) Yeah, it 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 shows dominant. You know, like it shows dominance to a certain level. You know, and you get that little ego boost. Your head gets a little bit bigger, knowing that you know I did this and I know every single inch to curve of my partner's body, and I can do whatever I want, and they can't do a damn thing about it. And then once everything is right, over, besides get really fucking pissed at me, <laughs> you know. And of course, then when you're all done, you can sit back and smile, and they can't say a thing to you. That's you know that's totally the best part. The the best part is making it so that all I'm gonna say is if you look if a guy or a girl finishes what they're doing with their partner and says go make me a sandwich and they can stand up and go make you a sandwich and not be like. You gotta give me like an hour to lay here. Mm-hmm. You did something wrong. You if did like, something wrong. If you're like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, go make me a sandwich. And they are like, fine, fuck you, I'll make you a fucking sandwich. You fucked up. <laughs> you did not do a good job. You did not make her come. You did not <laughs> reach the finish line. You do not pass go. You do not collect $200. You're going right into the doghouse. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I make her come all the time. and Or even men, like, if you're like, oh, I gave him the best orgasm of his life. And then he, like, got up and took a shower. Like, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like, the best orgasm is when their body is led. And you're just, like, laying there looking at them go, I did that. <laughs> I made that happen. <laughs> like, you can fiddle around with yourself all you want but i made this happen yeah, see, I, I did that. one one small anecdote and i'm gonna just shift the conversation <laughs> i'm just gonna shift the conversation just one small anecdote and i'll just tiptoe away from this one the the, the best part is either a they're laying there tired out of breath and just staring at you like what the hell or they roll over and they take a little bitty they take a little bitty nap, and you just look and you just look at them, and you're like, "Yep, I did that. I'm successful. I'll flex my biceps. I'm good." Yeah, all is, all is well. Oh, yep. my wife doesn't let me nap if she does that to me, and I don't let her nap either anymore. Cause her thing is, you can't fall asleep. You gotta go pee. We don't want a UTI. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Let me just sleep for five minutes." <laughs> Wow. You must move. I'm like, nope, I'm not getting up at this moment. Leave me alone. I'll take the risk. I'll drink my cranberry juice. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> I will drink the cranberry juice. I have a juice box at the nightstand. I'm good. I'm good. No, I've... Oh, never mind. Never mind. Let's just move on. Cause... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no because... No, no, no. You, you start it. This Come is... On. This is this is not one of these self-serving podcasts or anything. Do it, 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 do it. Fine. To the person that this is about, I apologize in advance. I've 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 have had the honor of having somebody tap out. And talk about it. Talk about an ego boost. It was tremendous. I actually smiled and and I and I laughed. So it was wonderful. I sat down. I watched YouTube for about a good hour. Looked over. They were still passed out. So it was wonderful. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good ego boost. <laughs> it's, it's happened to me where I've had to tap out. And I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. This is. Can't do it. <laughs> You see a little devil on your shoulder just, you see a little devil on your shoulder just poking you going, good job, do it again, do it again. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm going to stay back here and just watch my work. Excellent. Stuff like that. So. I got the good boy. (laughs) Honestly, that 
it, it is a good feeling. It's happened with me a few times, which thankfully for me, being a female and having only female partners, you learn some tricks. And when you really want to do it, you can do it. <laughs> and when they tap out and they're like, I'm done, no more, don't touch, leave me alone, I need sleep. Okay. It's like, it's like, I'll get you water, I'll put your favorite shell on, get you a nice warm blanket, do you want a snack? And they're just snoring. <laughs> it's like, okay, either way, they're going to have their blanket on them, they're going to have a nice couple glasses of water next to them, they're good. Yeah, and you just... And once again, our dear listeners, we're not self-serving. We're just explaining our experiences and just the pride that comes along with it that shows you're doing such a good job. You can stand back and look at your partner and just smile and say to yourself, I did that and I can do that again if I wanted to. And they can't do anything other than just accept it and, and move on. So it's definitely a good feeling. And if you've never done that to your partner, my listeners, learn. Best feeling in the exactly. world. Learn, learn your partner, learn their body, learn their breathing techniques, and just learn everything about them. So when you have that experience, and Google. Yes, yeah. I mean, to where they're lying down, passed out, breathing and drooling all over themselves, you can just sit back and smile, knowing that you can do that anytime you want to. Moving on. <laughs> it's like moving like, on. And honestly, though, like for me, being the little gay child that I am up in the reddest part of fucking New York. When people think New York, they're like, oh, it's the city. It's all blue, blah, 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 blah. No. I pretty much may as well live in the South. The South is nicer than upstate New York. We, like, for example, today, somebody found out I was gay. They left and stayed away from me and the other person I was working with today because they want nothing to do with me. That is upstate New York. So for me, being the little gay little child that I am, Google is your best friend. Whether you are a lesbian, you are gay, you are straight. Take the stuff that these straight men are saying in these articles or the women are even saying in these articles and be careful what you're reading. Just read it, digest it. And I'm telling you, you will learn some things that people will not normally tell you, and it is fantastic to use in action. Like a little figure eight. <laughs> Adrian, you, you know what I mean. Do the figure eight. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, thank God we can't see. Um, thank God we, we only do webcam on this podcast here. Um, <laughs> as we're putting out tips here for all of our partners and, you know, future partners that are alike. Um, the best thing to do is, once again, is pay attention to your partner's breathing. Once you pay attention to your partner's breathing, you know where to go and what to do, what kind of roads to take. That's all I'll say about that. Um, you know, and each person breathes differently. So if somebody's breathing really heavily throughout the entire thing, does that mean that they're going to come during the entire thing? It could just be how they breathe when they're on their back or in a position that you have them in. Yes. So, you know, so it's focus on, it's, it's not necessarily the breathing, it's the pattern. Focus on the pattern. If you're doing one thing in particular well and they're, and, you know, and they're breathing, either, either goes slower or goes faster, keep doing that. But, of course, if their breathing remains the same during the whole thing, change it up a bit, folks. Trust me, you know, you know like coming from this weird single guy podcaster, trial and error just, just works wonders. And then sit back and look at the fruits of your labor. I think, you know, what's really odd is that Ashley's been quiet during this whole exchange. No, she's been giving me weird looks, so it's all good. I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend I did just see that look. Nope. Not paying attention to that one, folks. Once again, it's a podcast. Oh, it's all uh, I love it. audio. <sighs> the things that we go through, folks. <laughs> Now, as a show is... She held her head down and looked up <laughs> mischievously with a smirk. Her? Mischievous? With her eyebrows being... Oh, and yeah. then she randomly sticks out her tongue. <laughs> That's randomly just sexual. As the show is winding down, folks... We want to hand the show over to Ashley because she's been quiet and we're almost done with the show here and she's been keeping it to herself for the past 10 minutes. 
really. I mean, I've been putting in my, my tidbits and stuff like that. I mean, I'm just kind of listening to you guys now. But, huh, I mean, we kind of, I mean, we were going to talk about, like, our own personal kinks and stuff like that. I mean, we kind of touched base with them a little bit here and there. Like, for me, oh, I get a little rough. I don't personally use, like, I'm not into the BDSM. Like, I don't go that far. I'm all for, like, the hands. Like, if it's my husband's hand, like, if he, you know, smack my ass. You know, you can put your hand in my throat. That's my favorite necklace to wear. I'm fine with that. But, like, as in, like, actually using, like, toys for around your neck, for whipping, spanking, all that stuff. It's not me. Um, I've tried it. It's just, like, I prefer the touch of my partner, my husband, of course. Um, um, let's see. Well, obviously, we talked about, like, a really hot, rich, spicy hot guy I wanted to kidnap me. I'm probably fine with that. Uh, well, not so much, because I'm married and I'm happy, so not as happy would I be with that. But, you know, anyway. Um, trying to think of, like, I mean, I kind of just, I don't know. That's kind of, I'm just trying to think what else I haven't, we haven't talked about that I haven't kind of related in, but. Mm. Well, I mean, we're, we're supposed to share some of our kinks towards the end of the show. Obviously not all of them. We are towards the end of the show, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we are. I mean, I mean, you share some of yours. You can always share more. and We'll just go around the room if, if people feel comfortable. If not, it's no biggie. Adrian, speak uh, for the class then. I was going to go last. I mean, I'm always a shy guy. Nope. Nope. Okay, fine. Um, I am all, I'm all about hands. I have big hands. So I like to do light touches, you know, all over the person that I'm with. Uh, because it's, mm-hmm. one, it's one thing to grab someone, of course. It's another thing to use your fingertips all over their body in a very light motion. Because the body, of course, is full of nerves. And the lighter the touch, the more response you get out of, you know, out of your partner. So there's that. Um, there's the breathing um, as well. You know, of course, like I mentioned before, you pay attention to your partner's breathing. And there's that. And, and what, what am I getting a weird look for? <laughs> You're not getting the weird look. Becky's getting the weird look. Oh, no. I've heard that little notation, so she sent the message. So, yes, I'll take a look at that here very briefly. I'm afraid. I'm very, very afraid. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, see, she asked me, and now she's... Good Lord Almighty. Really? I was looking at the by daylight killer wallpapers from PC and that popped. <laughs> you mentioned hands. I have a fascination with hands. Thinking, Carl. <laughs> Carl, that's not how you use hands, Carl. Oh, good Lord. So okay, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm done with my thing. So I'll go straight to Becky. It's I think I think it's your turn now, Becky. Becky, you ruined his moment. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> this is why I'm not allowed to Google. Oh, you're the one with that role. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Ashley gave some of hers. I gave some of mine. Becky, is your turn once she gathers herself together. <laughs> um. So, hold on. Let me fix this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what she said. Okay. So, so, I'm a basic white girl. I like being choked. I love being slapped sometimes. Like, throw me around like a rag doll. I'm having time of my life. Um, but, obviously, I'm very dominant. My favorite thing that I wish I could actually get my wife to do this properly is if I'm fighting you for dominance, beat me. If you beat me, I'm putty. Baseball so bat like, beating? You know, kind or... of like the old wrestling thing where it's like pin you down, one, two, three. It's pinning me down and keeping me pinned down because the second I'm able to wiggle my way up, I'm back in control. But I don't wiggle, wiggle. It falls. <laughs> and bondage. I like bondage, but it really... I'm not into, like, the entire full BDSM thing. Like, I'm not. 
I'm like BDSM, I guess. I'm just a basic white girl. I'm like, fuck How me like you hate me. How dare you be a basic white girl in this day of age? Um, and, and, and I'm also, my final thing as you know, just Becky just screwed that up totally. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, all about, uh, all about voice. Uh, all, I'm all about using my voice. You know, so. I can see that. I can, okay. You have that chocolate thunder voice, mm-hmm. but like, what, what do you mean by like using your voice? Are you just whispering your grocery list to them or? Absolutely. Toilet paper, bar soap. <laughs> <laughs> toothpaste you know yeah, I, I, you know you know you know like daddy likes q-tips no um it's uh <laughs> i made her i made her crack that what? works <laughs> no it's just you know rena throws a passion um you, you know i i say what i want and it's all about it's all about how you say things it's not what you say it's how you say it um the last thing your partner wants to hear is can you do this can you do this may you do this no 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 no. in the throes of passion you know you say do this now or come here now or bend over like this stuff like that it's all about instruction it's all about command it's all about how you say it so um, I'm very lucky my voice has a lower octave so in passion I can say whatever in a very forceful tone and that has an effect, you know, on on my partner at the time. So, and you say it in a very in a very forceful way. It works. Hmm. And, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, what? I see that. I see that. Yeah. And I like to be a brat. Um, with, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but because you're talking about like doing the tough voice and commanding voice, so I'm all for you know me being dominated. I'm all for my husband being the dom dominating one i i rarely want to be the person that is dominating but i also like to be a brat um you know like like you know get over here uh you woman bet now whatever guys like to say um it's just all like to be a brat like make me I'm like you can't do shit all that stuff because i'm gonna rile you up and it's gonna be the whole fuck you i'm not doing shit i'm gonna stay right here and i'm gonna keep watching youtube I want to see what's going to happen. Like, I need you to prove the alpha energy. And that's being a brat. And that because I'm just an asshole anyway. Well, I mean, and of course, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But once again, we're in the throes of passion. How you present yourself makes all the difference in the world. You can be a brat and you can say, no, I'm not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. But once again, the presentation and the command of the voice will trigger something inside you to make you want you know, to do what your partner says instantly. Because... Oh, what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah, because my past partner wasn't into particular things, but the way I said it, the way I presented it, and in that moment, it all changed. And afterwards, you know, once, you know, I mean, once the adrenaline wears off and the, you know, I forgot the, you know, the pheromones wear off and blah, 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 you know, they're like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe you made me do that. I'm like, I didn't make you do anything. I just told you to. You know, and, and, and that worked. I didn't make you do shit. Yeah, yeah, you did it yourself. And and also with my voice, you know, I can say certain things and they'll have a moment and you know, it's, it's pretty cool. But but I'll, I'll but I'll wait I'll save that for another time. Yes, part three people. Part oh, three. Oh hell no, we're not doing part three. <laughs> I've you know, I've I already given I've already given away too much. Out, so. I'm sorry, Becky, what was that? You're in the... I'm already in the doghouse, so <laughs> why are you in the doghouse? I think my wife overheard some of it, and she kind of was, like, very angry when she walked out here a minute ago. I was like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, mm, I'm not happy about sharing the stuff. No. Oh, I'm pretty sure I've been a little loud. I'm sure my husband can hear me, but um, to be fair, he's actually used to it. Like, I will, like... I will say the weirdest shit in front of anybody. I don't care. Um, like, I think I remember the last time I had my two of my coworkers in my house because one of my coworkers, she'll do my hair every few months. And so she was doing my hair and my other friend slash coworkers hair. And it was that time for me. And sometimes us ladies, when it's that time, sometimes we're, we're angry and we want to kill somebody. Other times it's like, rub ants. Yes. So... They're, they're in my house, and Haslam's just sitting over on the couch. 
And I'm just like, I don't know how we got there, but I just look over and I'm like, how's them? I want to get some marinara on your breadstick. And like, good. I'm like, God damn it. My coworkers are used to me. They're used to my thoughts. They're used to, like, they have to work with me like eight to nine hours a day, eight to 10 hours a day, honestly. They have to deal with my thoughts, the memes I'll put in our chats, the gifts. But to be fair, work appropriate because that stuff gets tracked. But what, but, you know, what I can say out loud, I say it all. And they, yeah, I amaze people. I'm pretty sure that's their reaction. You'd be surprised. Definitely surprised. This is why I'm such a private person. I amaze person. people. Now, and of course, as the show comes to a close, if people want to reach out to you, Ashley Majestic, where can they find you? Majestic Nerd Lady on the Instagrams. Of course. And that's it. Yeah, and of course, you can find me along with this show in 22 different platforms. Email us at slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. That's slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. And of course, when you search for our show, do a search for the Walker AC Experience. That's what you find, Slacking Majestically. Uh, the Out of Context Podcast, Walker AC Experience. And don't worry, I did not forget about our guest, uh, the rabbit raccoon, um, the one who's probably going to be in trouble after we end this podcast. Um, where can they find your works? Um, dear Bex. Um, they can find me on YouTube. Um, username is Rainbow Cupcake 95. I do not post much because I'm still trying to get my co-stars here to um, send me videos of their gameplay so I can make it more interesting and not boring. But if, but if you guys want to send me a message or anything, Maybe you can help me encourage these guys to record their gameplays with me. That way then it's not just me going, what's going on? And all you hear is them screaming. <laughs> but that's the thrill of it. You want to know what's going on, but you can't. And of course, <laughs> we thank everyone once again for tuning into the Out of Context podcast. And this has been part two about kinks. And we don't kink shame here or anything of the sort. We have fun with what we do, what we talk about. Don't take anything we say to heart. And good Lord Almighty, we don't want to know your kinks or anything of the sort. This show is purely for entertainment, folks. I want to know. I want to know what their kinks are. Send in your kinks and fetishes. We want to know. What did we not talk about that angers you? Send all your hate mail to the Walker AC experience. Wonderful. Exactly. Exactly. So as the show comes to a close, we're going to do the usual. We're going to hand it over to Ashley, and I will brace myself for this one. Okay. Are you guys ready? Are you no. braced? Are your seatbelts buckled? Are no. your hands inside the vehicle? No. All right, then. Let's do this. Okay. What did the one DNA say to the other DNA? What? Do these jeans make me look fat? Good night, everyone. Wow, that, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Where's the 